While things might appear calming down in the silver market as spot prices retreat of late, in the second half of this video, we'll get into some recent silver whale sightings that suggest supply-demand waters are only going to get more turbulent to come. But we're going to begin this week with some incredible long-term gold bullion-related charts that strongly suggest this time is and will turn out differently, especially considering the sheer size and scope of what appears to be setting up. A world in which trillions upon trillions of devaluing fiat currencies and other major asset classes bow to escalating gold bullion values globally. Tavi Costa of Crescat Capital tweeted the following important gold versus U.S. debt chart, one that swings back all the way to World War II era. He states, Investors often use the 1940s period as a compelling historical analogy to today, given the severity of the current U.S. debt-to-GDP problem. However, there's one major distinction that's often ignored. During that time, around World War II, the U.S. dollar was effectively tied to gold prices, making the metal an unfeasible investment alternative. Today, with the prices unpegged, it's highly probable that capital will divert away from U.S. treasuries and flow into gold. This becomes particularly crucial at a time when the government is about to issue a flood of debt instruments into the market after ultimately extending the debt limit. If the rationale for owning U.S. treasuries today is solely based on the premise that the system cannot endure substantially higher interest rates, then gold is a far superior choice. It's a neutral asset with no counterparty risk that often carries centuries of credible history as a safe haven and monetary alternative. Well, I'd, I'd throw out a couple other distinctions as well there, Tabby. Uh, it's important to remember also the U.S. is presently no longer in the catbird seat as it was following World War II, where we enjoyed having our manufacturing base and infrastructure still intact, while many parts of the world were destroyed by World War II and had to rebuild. So we had the... Uh, the moment where we got to enjoy rewriting the rules of the then global monetary and financial game according to our then dominant will. And while we currently still claim to have a hefty unaudited stack of gold bullion, it's important to know that the Eastern world is where physical gold price discovery power is inevitably heading because that's where physical gold has flowed. With increasing fiat US dollar denominated debt loads to come, just using basic arithmetic and government projections, we also have the Bank for International Settlements and many, many other major government central banks actively working on new retail and wholesale CBDC trade settlement systems to transition us into a world that will become way less fiat US dollar intermediated and not demanded as much in trade. The ongoing trend of foreign central banks opting for gold bullion over bonds is likely to only quicken moving forward. This week, the Financial Times asked their readers the following question. The new gold boom, how long can it last? Well, through the lens of human history, I'd pose uh, the question differently. How about the fiat financialized everything bubble? How long until it all bows and pops to gold? In terms of major fiat currencies, since the last time the US defaulted on its post-World War II monetary agreement, this chart basically says, well, they already have. Unsurprisingly, the authors of this FT article exhibit more gold illiteracy than I care to read to you out loud. But what I'm going to show you are two important charts and data deceptions used to maintain the illusion that the world is not sleepwalking into the likely largest gold bullion mania phase we've ever been collectively a part of together all at once. First, they at least got the central bank gold bullion buying data correct this time. And they have again showed readers Collectively, global central banks bought more official gold bullion last year than at any time in recorded history. 
Next, the deception. Using increasingly rigged U.S. government price inflation data since 1980 to give readers the impression that gold is somehow relatively expensive versus where it was and where it went in 1980. Not even mentioning that virtually every other asset class in the world is in bubble territory in relative values versus the precious metal that governments at now and currently are buying at record clips. You see, in 1980, the U.S. government had its beloved fiat U.S. dollar fully accounted for by a gold mania phase they could no longer control. Instead of then going back on a pseudo-gold standard, we decided instead to fiat financialize our economy and outspend the Russians, leading us to the debt ceiling quagmire we get to hear about seemingly each and every year. Depending on how you measure it, we are the world's biggest debtor empire of all time. And since we are unlikely to default in nominal terms, I mean, again, we can just press a keyboard and issue the currency out of thin air. Well, what we're likely going to do is default in relative real value terms instead, yet again. According to the way we used to measure price inflation data pre-1980, we've been running annual price inflation closer to 10% per year for decades running. So instead of this clownishly low U.S. government rigged CPI data, of then 850 an ounce in January 1980 for gold, the high, claiming it's worth only some 3,500 an ounce in fiat U.S. dollars today in 2023, well, the pre-1980 price inflation data looking backwards, it screams many multiples higher than that. Something like eight-fold larger, in fact. You know what they say about the power of compounding interest? Well, similar can be said for the ongoing robbery of compounding underreported price inflation data for decades. He who understands it and takes action ahead of time earns real value gains back. They who don't pay in real terms, whether they take no action or wait until it's way too late in the game to do so. As this world's monetary and structural reset plays out, Going for the gold bullion ahead of time, like central banks are increasingly doing so in record volumes, will likely prove to be a sound choice long term. Hello, this is James Anderson on behalf of SD Bullion. Good luck to all of you out there who enter our free 500 ounce American Silver Eagle Coin giveaway sweepstakes.
First, that major financial institution inflow into the Sprott PSLV closed-in silver fund. BlackRock, the sponsor of unsecured JP Morgan custodian ETF called SLV, BlackRock recently went and became the largest shareholder of PSLV, having recently bought over $170 million worth of PSLV shares. I know that sounds like a lot, but it's a pittance for an asset manager with the size of BlackRock of nearly $10 trillion in assets under management. But that amount of fiat currency flowing into the minuscule silver market is noteworthy, as it's a sign that more may be coming sooner than later. And why would it not? The world has so much capital flowing into solar panel projects this year and to come, not to mention the ridiculously sized silver supply deficits that are projected to be coming later this decade into next. Basically, if the silver solar panel determined world wants more silver, you'd better get buying it now at a discount, because with projected deficits like that, it won't be so ridiculously cheap to get silver later on. Maybe this is partly why this week we saw reports from China that the largest ever silver bullion outflow from the Shanghai Futures Exchange occurred earlier this week. We're talking about an outflow of over 4.6 million ounces of silver in one day, likely buying the recent spot price dip, perhaps beginning to fulfill the silver industry rumor that China is now beginning to build rotating double-sided, more silver-dependent, efficient solar panels. Reported by Bloomberg this week, China is building this year more solar panel power capacity than the entire USA has in total at the moment. It makes sense that China would have to begin raiding its own silver futures exchange, given that the registered pile of COMEX silver just dipped to close this week below 30 million ounces. That pathetic amount would only last just over a week with silver bullion withdrawals from China of the size we saw this week in Shanghai. That's going to be all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. I'm happy to see, based on real internal sales data, that SD Bullion customers have also been buying the spot price dip. The silver cowboy rounds, for instance, have been flying off the shelves to many of your silver stacks out there. Thank you for your business. And as always to you out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. Let's keep getting bullion-related news and industry insights. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. Finally hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content.